If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more streaming platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Oh, because of some ice cream. Ice cream, uh, Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, what on earth are you just waffling on about? Let's be honest, we had to get Ross Barkley doing something, you know. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Off the Crossbar podcast with myself, Regan Walshon, and my co-presenter, as always, Brad. On this, the final Premier League review of the season. How are you doing on this Monday afternoon, Brad? Picking myself up after all the absolute drama that ensued this weekend across all the leagues. I don't know. I mean, I thought it was just going to be a plain sailing weekend, but every league we had drama, whether it was. Top can four I, over here, the title in Spain and France, the playoffs. Because that's why it doesn't feel like the end of the season, which is weird in a way. Because I yeah. will say, though, I feel that sense of, oh, God, what are we going to do for the next few months? <laughs> but but I don't feel like that right now. Yeah, I know what you mean, actually. For some reason, it doesn't feel like it's the end of the season. I mean, we've still got the Europa League to look forward to this Wednesday Saturday it's the Champions League final we've got the playoff finals uh, Saturday Sunday and Monday of ne- uh, this week coming and then we've got like, a little competition happening in June as well <laughs> yeah so it's actually a nice action-packed uh, few weeks for us and it's no rest for the wicked but there's only one place to start and that is obviously in the Premier League as it's the final day and Leicester City, they've done it again for the second season on the bounce. They've missed out on the top four. So Just... going, so going from. So you could also say they were the masters of their own downfall, seeing how it panned out. Yeah, I mean it's just really incredible to see how bad it just deteriorated, deteriorated for them over the last. Uh, period of time in the Premier League. I mean, in this game against Spurs, they took one nil, one nil lead after 20 minutes, Vardy with a penalty. Then, 20 minutes later, Kane equalised. Shortly after the break, Vardy scored another penalty to give him the lead. Then there was the Casper Schmeichel own goal incident, and then Gareth Bale scoring a brace late on. It's just they capitulated right at the end. You say capitulated, I say Tottenham came for the masterclass to assist Chelsea. Well, yeah. But they owe Gareth Bale and and he golfs it. <laughs> that's that's how we <laughs> take payment from them. Oh, uh, yeah. Dare I say, it's probably one of Spurs' better performances of the season as well. I mean, obviously the 6-1 against Man United back in October was good. And I feel like they had a 3-4-0 against Burnley early on in the season as well, where they played really well, 
Kane and Son, especially under Mourinho. But I've got to say, they, I don't know whether it was just a lacklustre Leicester or Spurs were really up for a fight. I don't know. Like, well, I wasn't on this game as much, obviously, because mm. it was mainly on the Villa-Chelsea game. Yes. So, I don't know, it's hard to comment. Because I didn't see Tottenham peppered them with chances, and I didn't really see much of Leicester's highlights either. I mean, it wasn't really like that Spurs dominated the game at all, but it was one where they just, that final 10 minutes or so, the pressure just seemed to mount on Leicester, and they just seemed to crumble under their feet. And it's... Like I said to you uh, yesterday uh, in a chat, they spent 240 odd days in the top four and they've missed out. That's more than any other top four team that finished there in the end, which is absolutely crazy. I have to mention this quite funny, they were trying to say at the end of that, it's Lanzar City win the Premier League in a season like no other. Literally the same top part of that as last season. <laughs> well, yeah, but different positioning and positioning for them. Uh, yeah, it's just a very strange uh, end to the season for Leicester. And they will be playing Europa League football next season, um, which is obviously some they're still, they're still is better than none. But yeah, I think at the start of this season, if you said they would have, they would be FA Cup champions. And uh, winning the uh, and getting into the Europa League as well. I think a lot of Leicester fans would be like, "Yeah, that's actually a good season for us." I mean, you got to remember as well they did progress out of their group stages. I mean, they got knocked out uh, in the round of 32 against Slavia Prague in the Europa League, but it was still a good season overall. And again, they like Liverpool, they had a lot of injuries this season. Back at the start, but they seem to manage it. Yeah. pretty well and it was only towards the end of the season when they had them all back they slowly went away again yeah which is a bit weird you'd think with more players available it would be easier to run and do the rotation but it seemed to come up against them realistically yeah but uh, Spurs they have a place in the Europa Conference League qualification places uh, for next season. So the new incoming manager will have a chance of European football. Yeah, I mean, UEFA did build the trophy earlier. Is it, I don't I actually real trophy. Yeah, oh, it's it just think of a BTEC Europa League trophy. It's like, you know, I've like judged by the logo, it looks like it's going to be like a, just a Smaller UEFA Cup. Oh, it is. <laughs> but uh, the tro- I was gonna say there was a picture doing the rounds. It was the, the Wikipedia page of the teams that have qualified. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> is it it's quite bad? Quite tragic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But really, it did mention any. It did, I don't think it mentioned any of the the bigger teams, but it might be like the earlier qualifying rounds. It's it's not going to be great. <laughs> yeah. But I was I found Solis in that it's not got a contract for like the next three seasons. So maybe mm-hmm. they realise in three years time oh, actually that was a shite idea. 
God, I'm just having a quick skim through yeah, now, and it don't isn't. Do it. Like, don't do it. <laughs> Jesus, it is bad. I mean, at least when it comes to the quali- uh, the second qualifying round, you've got the likes of Feyenoord, Basel, Ghent, Mulder, Rosenborg, Aberdeen. Okay, that's not too, too bad. It's good for those Turkey. clubs. I get the reasoning for it, but in the overall grand scheme of things, it's slightly pointless because it is just those mid-level clubs, even if they are their country's league champions. Yeah. But they should be I the Champions League then in that, as in, if we're going by that thing. I think, I think the thing is, though, I think, you know, like with the Europa League winners, they go into the following season's Champions League. I think the Europa Conference League winners will go into like next season's or the season after's uh, Europa League. Which just so, seems pointless. Yeah, but it's another That's what it should be. Yeah, but maybe they will do with this because obviously the Champions League got expanded the other week, though, didn't it? But we're talking about something else that was just as shit as this. Well, yes. Anyway, back to the Premier League, and we'll head over to your game now, as Chelsea did qualify for for the Champions League despite losing two one to Aston Villa. Bertrand Traore and Anwar El Ghazi were the goal scorers for Dean Smith's side, whilst Ben Chilwell did score with 20 minutes remaining for Thomas Tuchel's side, who had Cesar Aspilicueta sent off just before stoppage time. What are your thoughts on the game then? What about Because I didn't watch this, this one. Be- this was beautiful. <laughs> so, just one of our best performances in quite a while, even if we didn't overly like, dominate. Mm. We finished the game at 29%. Possession, I believe it was in, but Chelsea weren't. Like Chelsea, only really peppered us for shots in like the first half an hour, and straight after we went two 0 up. Yeah. Other than that, they were pretty average. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at you now. They had 23 shots compared to your six, seven on target compared to your three. Absolutely unreal. But yeah. yeah um, but they didn't make it easy for themselves. They just, as we said, so many shots. They just didn't score. Mm. But then again, Timo Werner got his usual offside finish. Again. <laughs> so, so that's 44, 45 now for the season. I can't remember what we said last week. Put, the second he put it in, I went, yeah, you're offside, mate. <laughs> 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 okay. He wasn't the one offside. It was asked for the quarter, but I just knew, yeah, you'll get ruled out. <laughs> uh, you got a feel for the man. But yeah, um, they were rattled by the whole end. <laughs> they couldn't I mean, handle it. Oh, fans I did back see in Villa Park. It was beautiful. Well, some shouting to Ben Chilwell, you just, you just a shit Jack Grealish. Not Ben Chilwell, Mason Mount. Was it? That probably what? happened, but I didn't hear that bit. I only heard one full proper chant that took my interest in this game. And that was the chance of the legend that is Tammy Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> the star uh, and he's acknowledged uh, it on Twitter, which is nice. Yeah, hates Chelsea now. I mean, I think his time at the Blues is done, considering he doesn't get game time at all. Uh, just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I remember we, I think it was all their third highest score this season. Mm. Hasn't got anywhere near the squad. Yeah. So overall, how would you? I mean, do you think that 10-game period without Jack Grealish is what really destroyed your season? It was the main contribution. 
Mm. I'll put that down too. I'll probably have a, an overall review of this in a future vid, which would be the grading each team's season review. Yeah. But other than that, you just fell away. But we, yeah. You could say, oh, good, we lost our main creative, but the goals dried up. Mm. Um, like, you've got other players that have got to step up, and they didn't do that enough. Yeah. I mean, Trail, um, Al Ghazi seemed to do it a bit, I think, too late on. <laughs> he seemed to score right. a goals. Al Ghazi, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he did seem to contribute a bit more, but like you said, I think it was a bit too late for uh, them. And Chelsea. He's never missed a penalty. Was that his first one? I think it's like five or six. I think he's had this say he scored them all. <laughs> he's just clinical. The new Latin Baines. I thought Latin Baines had missed one. Yeah, but it was that run where Latin Baines was on real, and you just knew he wasn't. Yeah. True, true, true. Uh, if, I stick on, if I just stick on the penalty score, because on Chelsea, if you've seen their top goal score of stats. No, I haven't. Oh, their top goal scorer had seven goals. It was by Jorginho. Every single. Yes, Jorginho was the top goal scorer. Yep. And do you want to know the funny thing? All seven were pens? Yep. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> and they have the credit to have a go at Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> you tin pot club. <laughs> uh, pretty embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... That should be kicked yeah, out of the league. Just Speaking of the other top four team, Liverpool managed to secure their place in the top four and finished third. With Sadio Mane scoring a break for the Jurgen Klopp side. I was thinking, before we do get to Liverpool, I forgot to mention the thing that's just come to my mind. I just seen the story that's come out about Chelsea complaining to the Premier League about being stopped outside Villa Park for 15 oh, minutes. because of some ice cream. Ice cream, uh, Stuart. Yeah, I. I saw that and I was like, what on earth are you waffling on about? Let's be honest, we had to get Ross Barkley doing something, you know. The article said that players had spotted that the ice creams had flakes and raspberry sauce on them. I thought, oh, just... Oh. God, I wish I was there. <laughs> I mean... I'm actually just waiting for the sun to come out here so we can have an ice cream. They were apparently asking for kick-off to be delayed as well because they didn't get the extra 15 minutes. Oh, come on, lads. (laughs) Here's the milk in it a bit too much now. (laughs) (laughs) That actually wasn't a fun intended. But yeah, Liverpool got top four. Yeah, how would have said? <laughs> I genuinely have no I don't, I don't want to go all quickly Gary Neville on this, but how have they finished third? I, I, I don't know. I mean, they had, an, I think, was it, I saw something, they picked up 28 out of a possible 30 points. Yeah, their last 10 games have been mental. It's like the old Liverpool again. No one would have said that at the start of this year, after their, what was it, five or six games they went without picking up points and... I think the day on they pulled it up. I can't remember what day it was, but they were like eight or nine points off of fifth or fourth. I can't remember, but yeah, they were so far off it. I think it was with ten games to go, 
before this run started, they were like so many points behind the top four, and then they somehow came back and finished third. Put some respect on Jurgen Klopp's name. Incredible, really. I mean, well, they owe they owe <laughs> go b- that one. Yeah. <laughs> I just never would have said that. It was just nice that Sadio Mane. I was going to say it was just nice that Sadio Mane remembered where the goal was. Yeah, but when was the last time he scored before yesterday? God knows. But the game was mainly on Genie One Alden, wasn't it? It, Yeah, it was his last one by the sounds of it. Yeah, it does seem to be that game. The traditional Champions Wall thing. God of Honor as well. Yeah, I find that weird. Like, yeah, I mean, it has all the like honours lists of Liverpool in their history. He's only won one of those. No, well, no the three, one league title. Three, three, yeah, one I, league title. The Champions League, uh, the Champions League, and the Club World Cup. With the yeah. three trophies he's won in the time. I thought, I, I'm coming at this from yeah outside yeah. of the Liverpool sphere, so I don't understand it. Yeah, I when I saw that image, I was like, why have they got that whole trophy? So I thought it would just be like each trophy he's won as well. So it was a little strange. But yeah, um, there was a lot of rumour earlier on this year, I think late last year as well, that he could go to Barcelona, though I think that one's pretty much died dead. I don't know. Well, where, where did he, he go then? Because well, then again, that, that was obviously with Coman there, and there's all the rumours that Coman's not even going to be there. I mean, that, that seems to be coming up every week, that Koeman's not going to be there next season, but I think he will be. I don't I don't see Laporte uh, getting rid of him. Yeah. I think it's been a very crazy season there, which we'll get onto in a bit, but yeah. That, if we're still um, with Barcelona, should we go for the future striker? Because he left Man City in the, the perfect way. The same way he arrived in Manchester. So Manchester City obviously clowned Champions that League. One. <laughs> so that yeah. Like, what? Yeah, City ended up beating Everton five nil. Kevin De Bruyne, Gabby Hazels, Phil Foden, and a brace from Sergio Aguero sealed the final day victory for Pep Guardiola side. And it was the first time that Sergio Aguero has been on the bench and scored two goals in a Premier League game since his debut against Swansea City back in 2011. I mean. That's crazy as a state. So, it, wow. It's crazy. But I know you know, hates him because he just beat Wayne Rooney's record as well. <laughs> yeah, of most goals for one club with 184 goals. Though Wayne's heard this and it's called a folly this morning saying, I'll be out of retirement for one game next season. <laughs> just so yeah, that's like, no, Wayne, testimonials don't count. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what a career he's had at City. I mean, it, even though City are Man United's rivals, he's just an incredible and complete striker. But he's up there as what well, he deserves to be up there with the likes of Shearer, Henri, Drogba, Panisteroy, I guess. Like your iconic yeah. Premier League strikers, he's top three for me. What he's doing, come on, you can't yeah. put him there. I'm, I know, I'm not just debating that. I'm just trying to think. Don't we'll start where a whole new debate on <laughs> In the order, and yeah, like you said, that would that would be too long for us to try and debate where we is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, incredible time there, and congratulations to City once again for winning the title. Um, interesting to see what some movements they do 
obviously with Aguero set to join Barcelona after the Champions League final. And I said it's set to be a Pep, Pep practically confirmed it, didn't he? Well, yeah, Pep did confirm it. And it's the just emotional been... Guardiola confirmed it, pretty much. Oh, that was... I don't know even what... He acted like he just lost a loved one, the way he used reaction. Like Sergio Aguero has obviously been key to that Man City team. Even this, like, this season, not, he hasn't. Well, not this season, obviously, but their last ten years, the whole Man City image of becoming that top side. Sergio Aguero is in there with the likes of Yaya Torre and Vincent Company. Oh yeah, hundred percent agree. And Pablo Zabaleta. So, would even argue Sergio Aguero is Man City's greatest ever player? Uh, I think Colin Bell may. It's a debatable subject for them and their own families. Yeah. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, their city rivals, Manchester United, capped off a season by beating Wolves 2 1 with Anthony Alanga scoring his first professional goal for the club and a penalty from one matter to give Oligonis Solskjaer's side a 2 1 victory. Um, the end, United ended the game with seven academy players in on the pitch, which is. Get the fines out. Shut up, Trevor Sinclair. Too many of your players. It's disgraceful. You should have shown no, no respect. It was his last game. <laughs> uh, yeah, good end to the season. Can't complain. And that, that, that if... got announced between now and our last podcast. Well, yeah. Um, we had been talking about We've it. We've called this all season. Yeah, we've been saying this for about three months now that it, it, it will be Nuno's last season. And we were proven right, like you say. So it'd be a big loss to Wolves because he's done an incredible job over the four years there. But I think it was the right time for him to move on. Um, apparently, he's ruled himself out of taking the Spurs job already. But it'll be <laughs> interesting to see where they go from there. And uh, some of the names. Spurs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> options diminish even more. <laughs> That's what uh, it someone's got. It's probably going to be old Bruno Lash or something like that. Yeah, uh, who's obviously a Portuguese manager, and who was the other manager that they've been linked with? I think Paulo Fonseca's name came up as well, which I think if they get him, my, my God. <laughs> the ex-Roma boss? That'd be, that'd be an unreal appointment for him. Yeah. And he is Portuguese. I mean, who isn't? Portuguese. Really? If I'm Spurs, I'm looking at Fonseca. Oh, and uh, Sergio Coenchal, who Yeah, because yeah, he's going there. <laughs> I mean, he's also Portuguese. But he's just managed a Champions League quarter-finalist. What would he go Wolves? Mm. <laughs> oh, he would have to be after a massive Jorge Mendes pay packet for that to happen. Yeah. yeah. I'm more, for Wolves, I'm more interested to see if any of the players go. Um, I think the likes of Ruben Neves, João Martinho, they'll probably leave... Um, Apart from that, I think a lot of the Pedro Neto, not the, I think there's a rumour like Wolves are willing to listen to offers. I think Pedro Neto is also in that list, which would be I don't, I've no ideal, even if he has been out of long term injury at the moment. Hmm. So yeah, I, I think there'll be. I don't think there'll be too many that leave the club this summer, but I think there'll be two or three that will leave. Hmm. Slightly uncertain summer from. Yes. Um, elsewhere in the Premier League, Arsenal beat Brighton 2-0 with Nicolas Pepe scoring a brace. 
uh, for them as they missed out on European competitions for the first time in 25 or 26 years, was it? I'd say I only cared about one thing in this game, and it was the return of Gunnosaurus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently, though, it was Josh Cronky under the suit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... Uh, I don't know if you've seen... I don't know if it's Nicholas Pepe or another Arsenal player, but... They Gabriel. Had... Gabriel Magalhaes. what I think you're about to talk about. He lost his golden tooth. On the... <laughs> you saw him afterwards just looking for it. Yeah, he was on the pitch after everyone cleared off with one of the groundsmen trying to look for his tooth. <laughs> I was like, what? Someone said he, uh, uh, Arsenal's post-match celebrations. I was like, what do you mean celebrations? What are they celebrating? Sorry, sorry, sorry Mikael, we don't want to talk to you. Your defender is on the pitch looking for something. Incredible. I thought, yeah, I think that's even more incredible, though. The first time in 25, 26 years that Arsenal haven't qualified for any European competition. Shocking, but probably kind, right. And kind of think. expected. Well, I guess so, but it could be a blessing in disguise from. Could be, but they can, I don't think it's. They can, I, don't, I just don't think it is. They can either, obviously, blood in some of their own, like trust the likes of Smith Rowe to be the key players, mm. or you keep feeding your pipe dreams and thinking that you're going to sign Jack Grealish. Oh yeah, I mean, like, I they've did gone see into one of... overload in the last week, and it's frankly disturbing I mean I did see a photo going around Instagram the other day and it was an Arsenal fan that had brought Jack Grealish on the back of their new away shirt and I was like why would you do that before the players even signed because you're going to look like an absolute idiot if he doesn't sign they're already looking like idiots the majority of when they mention it said embarrassing themselves at this point yes uh, elsewhere in the Premier League, West Ham confirmed they will be playing in the Europa League next season with a 3-0 win over Southampton. Declan Rice and a Pablo Fornals brace and David Moyes side Europa League uh, positioning and I think it is their highest points total ever. An incredible season for the Hammers. I have to talk uh, about the points tallies this season. Oh, it's been mental. Yeah, Just going back on Villa because it was we finished off 55. Any of season 55 would have got you top eight. Mm, this like, season, <laughs> 11th place. You get 11th. <laughs> yeah. Which is 10 points out of 12. Which is ridiculous. Um, elsewhere, Sheffield United capped off a poor season by, by beating Burnley 1-0. David McGoldrick scored his eighth goal of the season. Uh, Leeds beat West Brom 3-1. Patrick Bramford, Kelvin Phillips and Rodrigo Moreno scored for them, though uh, there is some injury worry about Calvin Phillips. Yeah, apparently it's like a shoulder injury. They yeah. It could be Euros. Missing if he was to be called up. I don't say about it. I wish he was at the Euros because I look at the options below him and I go, oh shit, there ain't, there's nothing. <laughs> mm. uh, West Brom, poor season. Livermore's got to get a call up now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then the final game of the season, or the final game we haven't talked about, uh, Newcastle beat Fulham 2-0, Joe Willock and Fabian Sharp with the goals for Steve Bruce's side. Joe Willock has now scored seven games in a row. Or eight, seven, seven or eight? I think it's eight games. It wasn't with seven when I last saw it, but now it was eight from that. Like, that's... Yeah. Newcastle have Arsenal's best midfielder. Arsenal's best player because I'm sure he's like, he'd be joint top scorer. <laughs> is he the, is he the top with goal Arsenal. <laughs> I think he might be joint with Arsenal. 
his top goal scorer of the season. Just incredible. Yeah. So uh, from Steve Bruce there, what I think. <laughs> yes. So a reminder, a great man, plane jump. <laughs> plane Champions League football next season will be Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Europa League spots go to Leicester and West Ham, and the Europa League Conference place goes to Arsenal. And the three relegated sides are whoa, 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 Fulham, whoa, whoa. West Brom, and whoa, whoa. you got you got it wrong. You've just got the Arsenal fans excited then <laughs> when you said Sorry. that. Arsenal women will be playing European football, not the Arsenal men. Oh, oh. Arsenal. yes. Tottenham will be playing in the Europa Conference League. Potentially. The same that will be playing in the Conference League. Yes. And the three relegated sides are Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield United, um, who have been relegated and really poor this season. Right. Oh, what a season. Yes. Only, what? Three and a bit months or two and a bit months until we're back again. I don't know when next season starts. It's going to go quick with the Euros. Like it, it will go it'll just fly by. Yes. But obviously, if people want the full season review, I'll let you explain where they can get that. Yes, so make sure you head over to our YouTube page after Crossbar. We, we do plan to release it as a podcast as well. Yes, where we will uh, have our team of the season uh, we will also have uh, gradings for uh, each team throughout the week as well and uh, our individual awards of player of the season, young player of the season and etc. So make sure you head over to our YouTube page and uh, subscribe with post notifications turned on so you know when we upload our videos this week. We're going to really divide the fan bases in these days. <laughs> yes. Um, right. On to La Liga now. And what a title race it was. Oh, it they came... tried to make it interesting, didn't they? <laughs> For one half, they really didn't want to win it. <laughs> no one like, wanted to win the league. <laughs> literally, like, no, please, Raul, please. <laughs> you win it. No, Atletico, you guys win it. No, no go on, yeah, go on then. <laughs> you can go to the trophy, Simeone. You've been there all of the season. You deserve it. Yeah, and then there's just Barcelona just enjoying whatever they're doing. <laughs> Depressingly no, ending their season without Lionel Messi playing. Yeah. Um, so, Atletico are the La Liga champions after beating Real Valladolid 2-1 with Luis Suarez and Angel Carrera scoring the goals for Simeone's side, which gives them, gives them their first uh, La Liga title in seven years, I believe. So, has a fourteen season, yeah. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to them. Did you hear? I don't know how true it was, but before that game, apparently Ronaldo Nazario, who is a owner yeah, of yeah. Valladolid, <laughs> that he, if they beat Valladolid, he would give each player 150,000 euros. Mm-hmm. Did they still get relegated in the end? Yes, they finished 19th. No, bonus for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Real Madrid. Uh, what was their results? Oh, I accidentally clicked off it. They beat oh, Villarreal. They were 2-1 winners as well, I believe. Yeah, they beat Villarreal 2-1. Uh, it took them until late on in the game to get uh, the goals there. So, Jeremy Pino scored after 20 minutes for Unai Emery's side. Uh, Benzema had a goal disallowed for VAR, and he did make atonement for it as he was a goal scorer for the first Real Madrid goal and then assisted Luka Modric for the winner in that one. But yes, um, Atletico win the title by two points in the end, uh, which is thoroughly deserved and after their great season that they had. But 
they didn't bottle it. Congratulations to them in that, that uh, sense. But it's just, oh, what's more baffling is Barcelona got rid of Luis Suarez. And in his first season, he goes and wins the title. Just it's the ultimate bargain in definitely La Liga history. Maybe in complete football history because it's, yeah. I saw a tweet, um, I can't, I don't, it might have been Fabrizio Romano or someone else, but they did the same thing with David Villa. They let him go and then that season was that one seven years ago where Atletico won the title. Just keep your strikers, Barcelona. They can win your league titles. Literally, just have an actual functioning transfer system. Yeah. Maybe you'd actually have like a long-term plan. Exactly. Stop selling the best players and getting in these old people who are regressing. Martin Braithwaite as a replacement for Luis Suarez. But still can't wait for Sergio Guerrero to play from next season. <laughs> yeah. Old regressing player number 152. <laughs> Same age as Suarez was at I, the start again, of this season. Aguero, I think Aguero's going to lock it up next season. Oh, yeah. Oh, him and Messi and the team together it to get to see that on a weekly basis rather than once every couple of months or twice every couple of months. What a partnership, Aguero and Brown <laughs> Speaking of Barcelona, they did win their meaningless game 1-0. They, they didn't finish fourth. <laughs> Griezmann scored the only goal of the game late on. Um, yeah, meant nothing for them. Elsewhere in La Liga, Sevilla finished fourth. They beat Alaves yesterday uh, 1-0 with Alejandro Gomez scoring a very late goal there in stoppage time to give Julian Lopetegui's side Champions League football. Real Sociedad and Real Betis will be playing in the Europa League as Betis beat Celta Vigo 3-2 and uh, Sociedad beat Osasuna 1-0. And at the Europa Conference League, that will go to Villarreal as they finish five points ahead of Celta Vigo. And then the three teams that have well, gone... Well, you say that, but of course they win... The Europa League, they go the, Champi- they go the Champions League. And then I think that would then drop to Celta Vigo. You'd probably go to whoever's below them, yeah. Yes, Celta Vigo. And the three teams that were relegated were Huesca... Actually, no, who won the Copa del Rey? Barca, didn't they? Oh, I say give it to Bilbao, just as a pity. Or Sociedad. Where did, wait, where did Sociedad finish? Was that a Europa League? Yeah, Sociedad a Europa League anyway. Oh, yeah. Give Bill Bow, go on. They finished 10th. Give it to Celta Vigo. Um, yeah, so... Not <laughs> really. Yeah. Anyone who fancies a final in Albania next summer? Anyone who fancies a trip to Belarus? Have <laughs> Actually, that was probably not a good topical joke. <laughs> yes. Uh, the three teams relegated were Huesca, Real Valley, the lead, and Ibar. Elche survived on the last day as they managed to beat Bilbao 2 0. Another title race that took place on the final day was over in France between PSG, Little, and a very slim chance that Monaco. Was it Monaco that could have won it, or was it Lyon? Le- it was Monaco, Monaco. Well, it ended up being Lille that uh, won the game and the title. They beat Angers 2-1. Jonathan David and Aberikiyama's penalty put Lille 2-0 up before half-time. And, however, it was a little bit nervy towards the end as Angelina Fulugini scored for Angers in stoppage time. 
which meant if there was another goal in that, then uh, Lille would have bottled the title. But again, first time in 10 years that they've won the trophy. Just great is... to see another powerhouse get beaten for their title. Yeah. And oh, that team, just the business they have done over the last 18 to 24 months is incredible. It was the the Pepe money, wasn't it? Yeah. They sold, uh, yeah. Was it 72 to 80 million they spent? 72 million, yeah. And then the recruitment that they've done, Jonathan, David. Um, so I remember the, se- the start of the season, the Leeds getting linked with Jonathan, David. Anyone yeah. Was it him? Yeah. No, it was him, yeah. Sven Botman played a great season. Jonathan Okone, Bakari Ilmaz has been mental. <laughs> yeah, Bubakar Samare, who looks set to join uh, Leicester this season. Timothy That's Weir as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean Mike Magnon finished uh, with the Golden Glove over in France as well. I think he had 21 clean sheets this season, which is incredible. Did he actually get called up for France? No, it's criminal if he hasn't. <laughs> I can't remember the French squad. Uh, then we'll get to it eventually at some point. Yes. Um, so, yeah, incredible. Congratulations to Lille, who have wrapped up the title. PSG finished second uh, with a victory over Brest. Kylian Mbappe and an own goal from Romain Favre sealed uh, the two points for uh, three points from Mauricio Pochettino's side on the final day. Monaco will have to qualify for the Champions League after they finished ahead of Lyon. Uh, Europa League will be Lyon and Marseille and Europa Conference League will be Rennes. And obviously the relegation places, the two relegation places were already sorted and the relegation playoffs in France is Nantes. As... Uh, they lost to Montpellier 2-1. And finally, over in Italy, how on earth did Juventus get Champions League football? How did they do it Ronaldo? <laughs> he, he didn't even come off the bench at all yesterday. Oh, no? I was like, oh. like Chesney got replaced during that game. God's sake. Napoli, go and put yourselves in a room with Leicester. Think about what you've done. Because you've ruined everything this weekend. <laughs> Just hang your head in shame, lads, for them. Uh, I mean, yeah, I had how they done it. <laughs> the fallout. I mean, they battered Bologna. That's probably. Well, yeah, they battered them four-one. Whilst Napoli drew one-one with Hellas Verona. The Czechs will be in the post. Yeah, Hellas Verona. <laughs> uh, the fallout from this, though, it seems that uh, Aurelio Di Laurinaitis, uh, the Chairman slash owner of Napoli has decided to sack uh, Gennaro Gattuso after. Yeah, it's not surprising. Napoli are quite ruthless. Yes, after two seasons in charge, uh, no future yet on Andrea Perlo. Whether he will still be there next season as head coach, or will they look somewhere else after this season? There you go, Spurs fans. Gattuso, he's <laughs> ready made for you. Do you not God, remember? He, why? He'd actually lose his shit there, wouldn't he? Do you not remember 10 years ago him and Joe Jordan having that fight? That's why it would be so beautiful. Oh, my God. Uh, elsewhere... You take as... one look at Eric Dyer and go, oh, fuck me. Yeah, that would just be tragic. Could, could we get, I'd, I'd want parts of the Amazon documentary if they make it to so manage. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Just keep uh, punching Eric Dyer. Oh, my God. Better. It's... He would send everything flying towards Eric Dyer if that was to happen. 
It wouldn't be sometimes shit. It'd be, yeah, we're always shit. <laughs> always shit, I don't know what to do. Yes. Uh, elsewhere in Italy, AC Milan and Atalanta and Inter Milan obviously join Juventus in playing Champions League football next season. Lazio join La- Napoli in the Europa League and Roma left it late to snatch uh, the Europa Conference League place off Sassuolo by two goals in the end. Uh, it was the difference between the two sides as uh, they drew 2-2 with Spezia, uh, Stefano Schiawari and a late goal from Henrik Mkhitaryan with the goal. So Jose Mourinho will have European football next season. Woohoo. And the only... <laughs> yes. And the only talking point out of Germany this week is congratulations to Robert Lewandowski, who has broken Gerd Muller's record of 40 goals in the season by scoring 41 in a 5-2 victory against Augsburg. He didn't score 41 in the game, let's just be clear. He scored his 41st goal in the game. Uh, in the last minute as well. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh God, lads, 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 <laughs> get rid of the ball. Yeah, so uh, absolutely Congratulations to Lewandowski for a phenomenal uh, season and a nice bit of news uh, regarding the Dortmund versus Bayer Leverkusen game. Uh, in his final game in football, Lars Bender had a penalty and uh, scored it past uh, Roman Berkey. It's just a nice touch because I think both of the Bender brothers have decided to retire. Oh, that's awesome. I'm not sure they'll be going on a bender when they don't. <laughs> I knew that was coming from you. And um, Doesn't Sven Bender play for Dortmund? No, they both play for Leverkusen. Uh, I was going to say, if he'd still played for Dortmund, he could have went in goal. Just for that penalty. No, <laughs> just for a laugh. Uh, later on, the, uh, Sven came on for Lars. Oh. And uh, of a bit of good news as well that I've seen. Um, in his final game as uh, manager... At uh, final, the Dick Advocate side uh, won 2-0 against Utrecht uh, to seal their place in the Europa League, I believe it was, for next season, or Europa Conference League. Uh, incredible career, Dick Advocate is managed everywhere and everyone. I mean, Rangers, Sunderland, just to name a few. The Netherlands national team. You know he's managed much bigger clubs than him. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, as it clubs, Sunderland. <laughs> they were just the first that came yeah, to my he head. Kept, he deserves recognition for keeping that Sunderland table. Oh yeah, I mean they were absolutely woeful. Uh, but yeah, an incredible career and an incredible uh, manager as well, and absolutely incredible. I mean, just having a look at some of the other teams he's managed: PSV, Zenit Saint Petersburg, the Russian national team, the South Korean national team. The UAE national team, the Belgian national team, obviously uh, the Netherlands. Uh, He's just been everywhere and anywhere. But yeah. Uh, congratulations on a great career for the 73-year-old and uh, let's hope he enjoys retirement. We look forward to him becoming the Netherlands manager again at some point. <laughs> yeah, give it. Just give it after this year as once De Boer has just done a dreadful job, he'll be back there. Right, uh, that is all the club football wrapped up this season, well, isn't it? Well, for league-wise. Yeah. But of course, we have to now get to the absolute tense, ensuing drama that was the playoffs. I mean, which, we'll, we'll which, start which with one? The, <laughs> we'll start off with the championship playoffs first. We do. 
<laughs> and we'll work our way down the divisions. So we'll start with the lesser of the entertaining two games, we'll say. And that was between Swansea and Barnsley. And it was the Swans that drew 1-1. Matt Grimes scored and Corley Woodrow, respectively, for their size. But Swansea won 2-1 on aggregate to head to the final. Now, the other game. Brentford, Bournemouth. That first half was the most mental 45 I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean... Just to give you a quick rundown, Arno Damjuna scored after five minutes. Then 10 minutes later, Ivan Tony scored a penalty to which Asmir Begovic reaction after... Begovic semi- deserves his own segment. He, get, he gets after, this, after what he was doing in this game. He gets a bloody Oscar for that. And then in the second half, Vitaly Janle and Marcus Four scored two goals for Brentford to seal their spot in the playoff final against Swansea, which will take place on the 29th of this month. So, the craziness of that game. I mean, Jesus wept. I don't know how you missed this. I always tell you, get this fucking game on now. It's unreal. Yeah, I mean, I have caught up on the highlights since then, but my God. I'd missed the first goal, but they would just look like an absolute clusterfuck. Yeah. (laughs) I did the the man new trick. So it's the way. <laughs> yeah, because that's like, well, Man United lost that game. So. <laughs> right, did it better. Yes. Um, but yeah, that that game literally just sums up uh, what you call it. Playoff it sums football. up the second leg of the playoffs when it really gets going. Oh, yeah, 100%. It just anything can happen. Bournemouth just lost their heads. They just seemed certain. They. I don't know why they wanted to do what they did. It makes no sense. It was the ultimate, right, we, we're away from home. Brentford are a very attacking team. We just need to deal with it. Yeah. Like and we, it just didn't work out for them. No, because Brentford were just peppering them. And eventually yes. they were going to score, even if it was literally the most unlikely goal ever. Oh, 100%. It was a tackle, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's gone in. Just baffling, but that third one was just the speed of the cross on him pinballing, mm. just fantastic. And it, yeah, Brentford will be hoping it'll be second time lucky for him. Yes, uh, it'll be a very interesting watch that uh, to this repeat, weekend. You know, the last time it happened. So. Mm. Else <laughs> in League One, uh, I couldn't imagine losing two playoff finals in a row. Just. Couldn't be my team. <laughs> uh, on Friday night, Blackpool and Oxford played out a very entertaining 3-3 draw. Um, however, Blackpool won the first leg 3-0, so they advanced to the finals on an aggregate score of 6-3. And Sunderland, oh Sunderland, oh Sunderland. The most Sunderland thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Four seasons now it will be. Please confirm that there's going to be a new series of Sunderland's on. <laughs> there isn't, unfortunately. I think all the fans have died of disappointment. A fourth season in League One. Jesus wept. Yeah, that club is in a bit of a unfortunate circumstance. They're in the oh, shit. 
yeah, this was almost their best chance. Lincoln were definitely the better team going into this. Oh, 100% they were. I, I just missed out on promotion. Mm. But it was in Sunderland's hands. But they got it back brilliantly. And so they just gave it away. You sound like a wham song there, lad. Had it in your hands and you gave it away the very next day. <laughs> very George Michael. <laughs> I mean, it is the whole of one, not just George Michael. But yeah, so that is a playoff. <laughs> so that sets up a playoff final between Blackpool and Lincoln City on Sunday. Just add some of that Sunday, you would have seen the stuff afterwards as well. Of they could like confronted Lee Johnson at the gates in like Chris Coleman, Sunderland's and I esque. Oh yeah. Fashion and apparently Charlie White there, top goal scorer this season with 31 goals, told him to fuck off after one of them was like insulting him. <laughs> Like, no. oh, come on, guys. Yes, yeah, not pretty scenes for him. You can't be calling Lee Johnson. He's got a family. <laughs> <laughs> now, on to what is probably the most craziest set of playoffs down in League Two. So, Morecambe played Tranmere Rovers in a game that finished 1 1. Aaron Wildig and James Vaughan with the goals, respectively, in a result that saw Morecambe win 3 2 on aggregate. In what was the karma of the two games? Now, this second game between Forest Green Rovers and Newport County. They're strapping on this one. What the fuck happened? I don't know. Vegan crisps was, were, flew everywhere. It was. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say about it. Oh, mental. Yeah, so. Football League playoffs at their best. Down to a team. I don't even is. know which part to go, go from the actual final Newport one or one of their goal scorers. Um, well, we'll just go through. I'll go through all the stuff that happened. So, the goal scorers for Forest Green Rovers were Ebu Adams and Aaron Collins. Yeah, their two goals were inside uh, their first ten minutes. Then Nicky Cadden scored after fifty-three minutes, and then Jamie or Jamie Lee Matt scored with eighty-seven minutes on the clock. Uh, Newport goal scorers were Kevin Ellison and Josh Lubbardy, and the game was sent to an extra time where Nicky Maynard scored uh, right at the Maynard. death. <laughs> I know. Ex Bristol City, wasn't it? I still remember the days. Yes. Uh, so that nearly sent it to extra time, but you, wow. Where do we even start with this? This has to be all on for the 42 year old Kevin Ellison. Yeah, the oldest player ever to score in a playoff match. Exactly, he the... looks forward to. <laughs> You've seen him. Yes, yeah. the his age, but that's not the main crux of the story, though, is it? I just this is this is poetry. <laughs> I'll I'll allow you to describe it all. Well, if you remember earlier in the season, it was a game between the now playoff finalists, Morecambe and Newport. The 42-year-old Kevin Ellison scored in that game. And Ellison was a former player at Morecambe. But they they released him, was it? Yes, I think he was. They released him because of his age. Yeah. And when he scored in that last game, he celebrated like crazy in front of the Morecambe bench, which provoked very strong reactions. And, uh, yeah. yeah. He's going to do it again at Wembley. Could you imagine that? Oh, my God. To send Newport County to League One. Yeah, so that playoff like final will take... 
He's come off the bench the last minute. Or winner. <laughs> Imagine oh the winning penalty. That's what. Oh my god. Well, it's you'll be able. To, yes, you'll be able to see all unfold this time next week on Monday Sunday. afternoon. Is it Monday? Yeah. I keep saying Tuesday, but Monday. I'll take your word for it. Monday at three o'clock. Uh, and the final bit of congratulations, I don't know whether you see this, is to Sutton United. I did. I wanted to bring this up at the end, but we'll carry on. As uh, they beat Hartlepool United 3-0 to uh, secure promotion to the Football League for the first time ever in their 123-year existence, which is just an incredible feat. They've got a pretty good sizable fan base. As well, if you've seen that their stadium is so old school. Yes, it's like an athletics track type thing, isn't it? I know, but it's it looks beautiful. Mm. Like, Sutton United are very much known for like getting on like a very good FA Cup run now and again. Yes, I think they were against Arsenal. Was it a couple of seasons ago? They were just seeing Alexis Sanchez. <laughs> just where the hell am I? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, nice to see them rewarded from that. They would have obviously got a pretty good pay packet from that, and that has only helped them. Yeah, massively. Um, the only thing else I know about that game, nothing really to do with the game, but um, there was a lot of Australians in attendance. Of course there bloody was. And that's because uh, United goalkeeper Dean Buzanis, who is Australian, is dating Arsenal's... one of the Arsenal women players. I can't remember who it is. I don't know, the surname Buzanis... You better buy how he's Australian. <laughs> why, I why did I bring that up? Why did I bring that up? Steph Catley from Arsenal, that was it. So there was a lot of uh, Australian, well, all, every Australian that's in the Premier League was at that game this weekend. So, yeah, that is the roundup of all the football. Um, for the season? Yeah. Well, regular season, there's still obviously two games left, but five. That's <laughs> so and playoffs, obviously, including the playoffs. But... And uh, the conference have still to play their last round of fixtures as well. Oh, we could start reviewing them ones as well. Obviously, <laughs> there's no left to play for. But yeah, um, this I'm week. I we... finished, to be honest. So did I, to be fair. Until I saw it on social media, yes, I have. Like, I thought the conference finished eight years ago. Cause the conference, I thought the conference was usually the first to finish. Or around about the same time as the league the main like national league didn't, but the levels below. The yeah, the levels thing. below got cancelled, but no, I was on about the sense of um, I thought they usually finished the same weekend as the league one and two do. No, I think they delayed slightly because they did pause. Ah, fair enough. But yeah, uh, this week sees the Europa League final take place, so we're going to preview that now before uh, we end because it becomes. It comes on before the preview show later on this week. So, okay. Man United. Are you pumped? Are they finally got you to a final? It's going to lose. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how it happens or unfolds in Gdansk on Wednesday evening. Um, Your starting you know, 11 is obvious. Well, it's not going to be the same starting 11 as yesterday. I can tell you that much for a fact. But yeah, it'll be an interesting um, lineup to see what we can do. And it does seem Maguire's out. Yeah. Doesn't it? Which, uh, slightly worried for the Euros. If we're going away from the Europa League just for a bit. But 
Yeah, he's going to be uh, very interesting to see how he does uh, fare in terms of getting fit for the Euros because I don't think Solskjaer is going to risk him for now. Uh, this week he seems pretty set on him being out. Um, so yeah. Twan Zeve is a lot more competent mm. <laughs> as well. He'll do, he'll do fantastic in Villa's defence next season. <laughs> I'm just having a look at uh, some of the match facts one footballer provided uh, for this game. And he says, Villarreal and Man United will face for the fifth time with each of their pre- previous four meetings finishing 0-0 in the Champions League between 2005-06 season and 08-09 season. Are we set on for the most boring Europa League final ever then? Of course we are. <laughs> say, lads, come on. This is going to be absolutely fucking boring. I've called it now. It's going to end 2-0 to Manchester United, but it will be just awful to watch. Oh, yeah, this is going to be an absolute boring. What's the fan situation with this? I think the fans are allowed to travel. It's been what? very quiet, like the Champions League one. I don't know what the travel arrangements for it is and how many fans are allowed to go. So I'm actually in a bit of a dark situation as as well. You're not with... going for once. <laughs> no, I'm not. I wouldn't travel to fucking Gdansk, even if there wasn't a fucking pandemic. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be... Um, yeah, I don't know what the situation in terms of uh, fans being at the stadium for that one or how many each team are allowed. It will at least make it competent because at least Villarreal fans will turn up and they will make it an atmosphere. That's if they're allowed to turn up. But yeah, United fans will just be there. (laughs) I do think United... (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I think United are going to win it myself. Um, One or two nil. I think Cavani... Rashford will be the goal scorers, and like but I said, I don't honest, expect it to be. If he's a finish by Mr. Ebening himself, so much banter will be had. Yes. Uh, right, any more talking points for this week, or is that the lot? I believe that is it. Wow. Uh, like we said earlier on in the show, we will have lots of content out this week to review the Premier League season and everything in and around it as well. And we'll obviously have the preview show looking towards the Champions League final and all the playoffs uh, that are happening this weekend. Uh, make sure you like, comment and subscribe wherever you're listening. Download us as well. Give us a five star rating and make sure you follow us on social media as well. So you never miss out on anything as well. Until then, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from Brad. See ya. And we'll see you soon. <laughs>